Welcome to this episode of Why Didn't You Tell Me? Uh, we've got some special guests again today. Uh, we've got the Black Dads Lives podcast. And we're going to be talking about uh, black dads and lads uh, and experiences within parenting. Uh, so without further delay, I'm Tanashi, and if we introduce ourselves from this way. Uh, I'm Carlos again, thank you. I'm um, Thierry. I'm Anton. Oh, Drazi! <laughs> I was waiting for you still, bro. <laughs> I was waiting for you still. Yo, you know who it is by now. My name's Young Gintris. Yes. <laughs> I'm Felix. And I'm Dash, my son's favourite dad. <laughs> right, well, it's, it's good to have you guys. Thank so, you yeah, I guess, again. I guess we'll start with parenting. So, when did you guys actually have your children? Um, what ages? Boy, I can't even remember. It was just the other day, though. Uh, my son, how old is he? <laughs> now, do you know what? Oh, I okay. always mix up my son's... Birth. Oh, no. oh, this is the problem in How this many do you have? Only one. <laughs> but, 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 that's 10 years older than you, though, still, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's 28, 28. Yeah, that's not good. How about you, bro? I ain't got no kids, bro. I'm a, no, I'm joking. I ain't got no kids. I ain't got no kids. Uh, not that I know of anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, honestly, if there's anyone out there who thinks... Yo, this ain't no lonely hearts, you know? <laughs> Anyone out there who thinks you're the man of my youth? <laughs> <laughs> my youth. <laughs> 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 I swear to God, I'm broke. Yeah, I ain't got nothing for you, but... Nah, I ain't got any kids yet. Yeah. Nice. Um, okay, well, me, I had my first one when I was 24. I'm 34 now. And uh, my second one... Uh, two years later. I hit my targets, I don't mess with oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I got one boy, one girl. Done. Nice. Nice. nice, nice, nice. How about yourself? I've got one. Um, I got Remy when I was 30. Yeah, I'm 33 now. Yeah. So yeah. it's nearly two, two in June. Right, I was going to say, yo, you man's maths is impeccable. I'm remembering the age as well. So what was the experience having a child? Did you say 20, 21? 24. 24, 24 yeah. Um, I just embraced it, you know. Mm. It, was, it was fun from the first moment that he came up until, yeah. up until now. Yeah. It was hard at first. Um, and... Big shout out to my missus because she did labour with no pain relief whatsoever. Oh, <laughs> but it's only had like, it, yeah, it had like, it came within like 50 minutes. That's what quick shot later. You're both efficient. Yes, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> in 50 minutes. I'm not coming for you. I'm about to say, why you got to take that away from me? <laughs> that was good. That was good for a quick second, man. I swear it was three strokes. <laughs> I thought I remember it was long stroke, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was the, what was the feeling like when you know when your child is born? My dad always says it's like one of the best, one of the proudest moments when mm. you know when you hold your child. Like, tell me, what was that like? No, it's one of them where it's hard to describe. Did you because, cry? Um, no, I didn't actually. I didn't Neither cry. did I. I thought I, I felt like I wanted to cry. I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, and the nurse just snapped me back into it because like. Are you gonna check to see what you've had? Because yeah. I didn't know what I was having at the time. I was like, oh right, yeah. And I was like, oh, it's a boy. I was just like, oh. At that point, I wasn't even thinking, oh, like I'm having a boy, I'm with a girl, just like happy that like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. baby just arrived, like, yeah. like safely. Safe. Yeah. But yeah, mine happened happen that quick. I remember Laura going into now nah, straight into labour. I know they missed it. Straight into labour at home, like um, our water's broke. And stuff and the, the nurse was trying to delay us from coming in for some weird reason was like nah 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 so we're going let's go so we got there and then literally she couldn't i don't even know where strength came from because we lived in the top floor flats wow and we didn't have a lift 
And she couldn't even walk. Yeah. And she was like, even now, she said to me, you carried me down them stairs. I'm like, <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I said, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, literally, yeah, I just, just put her arm around me and sort of had to lift her up a little bit and just like shuffle her down all uh, the flights of stairs. Did you gym I do now. But yeah, shuffled her downstairs. And then I remember I was getting to the hospital and then there was a midwife luckily outside. Um, I think she was fagging it up or whatever she was doing. And then she clocked, she clocked Laura. Fagging it up. Coming out. Yeah, smoking. I was smoking. Uh, like, yeah. I was thinking that. Fagging it up. Who's this fagging it up? It's moved to hold. Bro, is this all talk, man? Is this all talk? Why would a man have not seen smoking? It's all talk, man. It's one word in this Smoking short enough. One, one syllable. Not smoking. Jason, pause, man, because you haven't got no kids. This is what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's asking me a question about the, the baby. Yeah, look, look, you, you say fagging it up. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let, let, let's break this down for you. You tried to put me down for not having kids. <laughs> You down having kids. I didn't try to put it down. So tell I was saying you're asking me a question about the kids. Tell me now, what, what is fagging it up got to do with you, you having kids? So anyway, so that fight was <laughs> outside. Exactly. So that's why the was outside, sorry. She was smoking. Thank you, you're welcome, bro. Yeah. I forgive yeah. you. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> so then, um, yeah, so then she took Laura up in, like, the emergency lift. Mm. And then I had to run up, run up the stairs, whatever. And I remember just walking into the room. And Laura going on to all fours, and I could just see hair. And I was really? like, oh. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was just, it was, it was it was already on the way, it was already coming. And then, yeah, before I knew it, it was it. And then, I don't think it really hit me. You, man, might say it different, but until we actually got home. Then once we got home, because then everyone sort of disperses and leaves us. And yeah, it's like, oh. <laughs> We've got a baby. Oh, <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'll leave. 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 i and then I'd gone home and then she called me back like first thing in the morning and the hospital had actually said, don't come in yet. It's not ready. Get as much sleep as you can. I couldn't sleep, I've been told. Yeah. Everything's starting now, so I'm like, I, I, need to, I need to go. I need to make sure I'm there on time. I don't want to miss it. Or sleep in the car park, innit? Yeah, yeah I, I tried that, there. you know. Yeah. I can't do that. I couldn't sleep in the car. So I got there and then it was just... It was just a very, very long day. Like, I couldn't even sleep in the hospital because I was just waiting for everything to happen, but we ended up having a section. Mm. So I was, my one job was, because um, we didn't find out the gender of our baby, was to reveal to uh, uh, Mrs. Laura um, what the gender was. <laughs> and I was around, it's like, oh, it's a boy. I couldn't even go, it's a boy, because I just choked up. Yeah. And so the doctors told her before, and I, they were like, I thought you were supposed to say, and I was like. Boy, I did say after this, and I was like, yeah, yeah, it's a boy. But she's like, I'd already seen as well yeah. as being told. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you basically had one job and yeah. you, yeah. you, fumbled, <laughs> you fumbled it in. That's it. really interesting, Funny. actually, because like my dad, I think, was saying like back in Zim, yeah. the men like are not. Present the not allowed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just the, like, the wetting the baby's yeah, head away. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 Again, I had one job. She told me to go get a cheeseburger. Yeah. <laughs> and she said, no, no, no something. And then I came back with a full shabazz. <laughs> and she's like, I can't eat that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my bad. Well, obviously I ate it. <laughs> I did it on purpose. <laughs> but then, yeah, when we went back to the hospital, I was just tired and I just wanted to go to sleep. 
And Olivia was hungry, obviously. Yeah, she was hungry. I was fine. Like, the nurses, imagine there was two seats in there. They're supposed to let me sit on one of the seats. But both of them just sat in the two seats. I was stood there for hours. the whole time? Just there, for time. Yeah, you didn't have a chair? No. They didn't even offer me another but chair. You, you didn't ask for one. They didn't ask for one. I was just thinking, okay, I just need to make sure that she's okay and that that's all my priority. But then at one point they let me sit down. <laughs> but then I was like, oh, I, I need to go to sleep. How, how many hours so, you stood for? Probably hours. But obviously oh. I thought the baby was coming yeah, in and I was yeah, excited. Yeah. You're ready to go. Yeah, I'm ready to go, ready to catch the baby. I was just I was thinking then then, because a lot, of, a lot of your stories are like, you know, like waiting around anticipation nerves and things like that. Do you feel, is there a sense of like, almost like helplessness during that situation where you're kind of like, I, I, I want to help you, I can't help yeah, you. Yeah, I didn't this know what I was doing. doing. Yeah. Like, I don't know, for me, I feel like I couldn't understand why the men weren't there previously. Yeah. Because as a woman, as a woman, lack like of a woman, but if yeah. a woman was in my place, just say like her mum or her sister or anyone along those lines, they would naturally know what to do or what to, how to comfort gotcha. a woman like, without like having to be told. Yeah. Like us as men, we, we, no know, we have to be told. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. rub my foot, okay, I'll rub your foot. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, 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 yeah. but like naturally, a woman might be like, oh, do you want your feet foot rub and do yeah. stuff like that? Mm. So I feel like a woman, it's probably easier for another woman to be there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think as a man, we can only imagine what they're going through. We have no yeah. actual idea. And for me, I'm there just trying to comfort, but yeah. my comfort's normally through, like, jokes and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's it's a wrong time. That is not helpful. And like, 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 you think of being, like, helpful when you're going at your deep breaths. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, breathe. Yeah, yeah, breathe. Yeah. Breathe, yeah. Calm yeah. down, relax. Yeah, 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 you're not really helping. At one point, she was falling asleep and the nurse was like, now listen very carefully. I was like, listen, you have to listen. Very carefully. Very carefully. <laughs> Open up your eyes and listen to, to what the woman was saying. And what I remember Olivia was saying was like something like she, she was practising that hypnobirthing, so she's yeah, like, yeah, like yeah, trying yeah, to yeah. meditate and take herself to... And she's talking about some beach. I was like, what? So what's interesting as Black Sons then, Terry and Felix, what's your earliest memories of your of your dads? If you if you can remember that. I think my earliest memory of my dad is that um we moved to this country with my dad. So my mom came first and then we stayed with our dad for, I think it was a two year stay before we came over. So when we went through the whole process of, I think a lot of people never actually realized that immigrating to another country is such a hard process. Yeah, and when you have kids, yeah, 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 yeah. is that one, you're so afraid it was of easy their... back then compared to now. Yeah, so now yeah. I'm like, oh. like, I remember distinctively my dad being taken to another room and then me and my sister being left in another. So I was five. What, immigration? Yeah. Oh, my God. My days. dad. Oh, uh, so I was five. My sister was around about three. So we're left alone with this white woman. We've never seen white people like this before. So now we're in a place of fear, like, oh, I don't know what's going on. My dad's being interrogated, blah, blah, blah. Everything's fine. He comes back in. He's our hero again. So when we came out of the airport, for two years, we didn't know our mom. So our dad was our safety. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. for everything... When it came to building a relationship with our mom again, it was like, yo, you're an alien. This guy wow. is our big all yeah. and end all. Yeah. So even till to this day, it's like, we love our mom. But if we know that we need someone to ride out, we call our dad wow. first. Yeah. It's like pack mentality, isn't it? It's yeah. like your human instinct, isn't it? Like yeah. You just kind of latch on to, you know. That, that's what I keep on saying. Like, that's one thing I have appreciated about this whole pandemic because I've got to spend... So much time. So much time with my son, which I yeah. just wouldn't have done. Mm. And that has helped build our bond. Because if anything does happen to him, because I have been working from home, he can sometimes come to me. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. He doesn't necessarily always yeah. want his mum. And that's what I feel like a lot of children are like. They're like, oh, they just want the mum. Yeah. And then it takes them until they get to a certain age to then be like, oh, let me go to my dad. But yeah. from early, he has been like that. So it's like a nice balance between us both. I also think that society has just a narrative as well of like 
dads, especially black dads as well, like, oh, black dad, um, there's, there's, like, whether it's film, comedy or whatever, <clears throat> I don't know who compounds or where it started from, but there seems to be a narrative of, like, black dads not being there or black dads ain't shit or doing all this hokey-cokey nonsense about it. And I, growing up, I never really saw any of that. I always see it in films and think, is that what American dads are yeah. like or something? Because for me... Like, you know, I was brought up in a really loving home. My dad is like, you know, he's very much my inspiration. He's he's me. If you meet my dad, honestly, he's he's me, but has money to burn. <laughs> he's just a joker. He loves life. He loves people. Does he have a yearly cool as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's so small, it's him. <laughs> That's what I'm about to say to you. It's just about looking <laughs> Even I didn't make it. <laughs> but, like, and yeah, as a father, like, it was sick. Like, he's a very, you know, educational dude and he was very supportive. He was always there. You know, played football together, went swimming. Like, it, I had, honest, God's honest with I wouldn't have asked for a better kind of um, upbringing yeah. from a father. I was super, super lucky. But then when people push these narratives about, like, black dad's not being there, black dad's not being enough, I'm thinking, where does this come from? Yeah, yeah I'm the same. Mm -hmm. I think I'm similar because I've, from all my friends who I've seen, like, all their fathers have always played an active part in their in their life. Like, so I'm lucky to be blessed with my father's passed away, but there's a lot of older black men who are fathers who were, yeah. well, you know, were able to fill that role in my life, so yeah, to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe, excuse me, them, you know, the parents might not be together, but from what I can see, I'm very similar to yourself. I call the black dads have always played an active part in their yeah. in their children's lives. So I agree. I think the narrative which is portrayed in the media yeah, and the news where black dads are are um, not so much in their life or when they are in their life, they, it's for a period of time yeah. or, you know, they're not, not there to their support yeah. for, you know, for, for a long time, I think. Like, I've not watched anything that has, like, a... When you actually think about it, I can't remember a thing where I've seen, like, a a black father as a role model, apart from Pursuit of Happiness. Yeah. Okay. Whereas, a, like, a, a black dad is, a, like, a role yeah. model and a, that that is a stable condition throughout a film or a TV show. Yeah. But then you have to remember, like, role models come in or, like, shapes and forms. Like, think about Fresh Prince, for example. Yeah. Yeah. Even though his dad yeah. wasn't yeah. there. Mm -hmm. but, his uncle, but Uncle Phil was. Uncle Phil was. Yeah. 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 But then I guess that's... that's I think we talked about it before, wasn't it? But we kind of said, like... You know, it takes a community, was it? It takes a village to raise a child. Yeah, yeah. Especially within the black community, like, we all chip in. You yeah. have to. Your kid's my kid, your, yeah. my kid's your yeah. kid, and, you, you know, to, wherever yeah. that child lays, like, we, we'll we'll guide them and there'll be some sort of male influence or... And even discipline, like, where I grew up, like, you could get disciplined by a neighbour. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool, like, it was, it was, it was all right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you get caught in the street doing something wrong. You get yeah. beat by the person that caught yeah. you. They take you home. Yeah. Your parents beat you for embarrassing them. <laughs> and then they beat you for the actual thing that you yeah. did. And what I love about your podcast is that I uh, remember watching one where it was talking about, where you guys were talking about discipline. And the core of it was not, I think, when outsiders look at our community and they hear about discipline, they see it as abuse, they see it as, as torture to the children. Yeah. But where we see it as a correction, that has allowed us to flourish. Yeah. But then also we find it as comedy because we're not going to uh, regurgitate what they did to yes. us, yeah. but, but we find the learnings through it. That's what I'm saying. I think there's a very thin line between what we're saying that for example our parents didn't just beat us for yeah, no reason yeah when we say beat it's not like, like I wasn't yeah not black and blue yeah our parents would discipline us yeah but there was always a reason for Speaking it you know what I mean like there was some trauma over there but it's right, a commonality so I, like, I was always beat for a reason like yeah. I had messed up I knew yeah. I had messed up I knew I had done wrong it weren't that dad came home forced, and you know, not everyone is in that position. Some people were beat just because their parents were abusive, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and absolutely. that is a fact, you know, we can't run away from that. Yeah, but unfortunately yeah. for us, when I say I was beat, I did something wrong. Yeah. I feel like I fucked this up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, yeah. You know, listen, you messed up, you can't mess up, this is what you get when you mess up. Yeah. Consequences. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I Consequences. Think, I think ultimately it's, it's that signal to, to the child to say, this is wrong. Yeah, you know what I mean. Facts. So that form has changed. It might not be, you know, physically beating them yeah. up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, just yeah. signalling to them yeah. that actually this is wrong behaviour. It's like when you, you when you talk about yeah. getting suspended from school. Like, yeah. luckily your mum was there 
But to me, my biggest fear was getting suspended from school or yeah. getting sent to remove. Because oh. when that letter went home to oh, my yeah. parents... Oh, they called your parents? Yeah. Because yeah. when I... Oh. But I feel like our white counterparts don't... Uh, that fear. That fear. That fear. Is. Having your parents. Parents. Listen, oh, yeah. listen, oh, when your mum would yeah. say, listen, yeah. you tell your dad. <laughs> or when they go, wait, wait to get a... home? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> you ever get that nip in the arm where they go like this? Yeah. I mean, when you know what you're thinking. No. Ah, oh my gosh. So, so there's things that obviously that you know quite clear in terms of like you've done something wrong and you're gonna get disciplined. Yeah. But what values or behavioral things did you also find that you were getting disciplined for? Like for me, with, with my mum, for example, it was just kind of you know speaking out, you know, when there's adults yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. You have to be respectful to everybody. Yeah. Like, yeah. And yeah. there is a place that a, a, a child plays in a conversation when adults are talking, yeah. and that's keep your mouth shut. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And my parents were very, very like, keen to teach me those lessons. Like when people are talking, you are respectful. So, for example, it's similar to what you're just saying, if I was out in public my mum's talking to her friend and if I spoke out of turn yeah. I said something you get that look oh you, that. you knew it was on <laughs> and then it's, it's ingrained in all, all that's it. Yeah. in the black community though because think about it this way do you know when you used to go knock for your friend and then the mum might be like oh come in get something to eat like it doesn't matter how much of a bad man road man you swear yeah. out you get everybody so Like whenever I went to school where it was predominantly white areas as well, I also used to think like your mum jokes are quite a big thing. Was like, oh your mum's this? I've never heard a black person ever say that to me. Yeah, like cuss out someone else's parents. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, it's not because yeah. it was never. Uh, it funny? No, it's never. It's never. <laughs> 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 that's a bit mean. <laughs> 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 you you ever know my mum? I was like, she's on night shift. That's not fair. Literally, like fled another country. Jeez, no. give her a break. Like she's doing enough. So, but, I, go on. I was gonna say I used to find that in in my so my family, my mum and dad used to adopt two different, completely different oh, yeah, roles. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? Like my dad was kind of really the kind of chill person. You know, my dad was pissed off. Yeah, he'd be like, <laughs> yo, like, yeah, <laughs> something is quiet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you're <laughs> I didn't get up. <laughs> I didn't get up. What, both of them on it? Yeah. Oh, nah, my mum was less, but my mum was still on it. Yeah. My dad, nah. These, but my dad was the best thing since Yo, your dad, dad, dad still... Yeah, see? Yo, see? Yo, These, but, no, but my dad... That's what I said. Obviously, I've seen both sides of your dad. I'm like, what? Where did you come from? <laughs> You're not the same guy. Yeah, that side, yeah, is what I've seen regularly. <laughs> and then when I asked him now, when I got older, and I was like... How come I was the only one that got beat? Because I'm from, there's four of us, yeah. you see, in my yeah. siblings. And I was like, well, I was the only one that got beat in it. And I didn't understand it. And I was like, why? And that was like, well, you was the second oldest and you volunteered yourself a lot, son. <laughs> so, so, things that, so, yeah, so the other one seen yeah. what I got and they was like, nah, I don't want to do that. So, so my dad used to like double jeopardy, as I like to call it. Basically, say, my older brother gets in trouble, yeah. we don't get it. My brothers get it because he was like, You're not, you're not teaching you're not each other, you're not, yeah, you're not like it yourself. Now, then you're going to be starting with the walls in between. Imagine if that to beat you up in it. I'm like, nah, it's like, it's like, 
You got me beat. You got me beat. Nah, nah, nah. That's the worst thing as well. It was even like school stuff. Like my brother would have done bad at school. No, like swear to God, man. I swear to God. Even if you done all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not My dad was. My dad was. The thing is, it's changed as a person, but like, I don't know, yeah. Yeah, they all changed. Yeah, look how close yeah. you, and your, you, you and your brothers and sisters are now, yeah. though. You guys move as a unit. You, yeah. you're, I think you guys are super, super close, and I think that's also why. Yeah. Because you have to be like, listen, right? <laughs> off one and off one. Yes. <laughs> so we have to come together, man. Yeah. <laughs> we can't survive this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that post-beating trauma. <laughs> yeah. And they're always just comfy each other, innit? <laughs> I think that's one of those, the things of just being in, in black families and, and just having siblings and also friendships which transcend as... We said earlier in, in a, a previous podcast that friends become family. Facts. And when yeah. they become that, they become a point of reference for your parents yeah. because they know yeah. that these people are sharpening you. Yeah. Yeah. And they know the real friends who actually push you to go further. Yes. So now that you guys are parents, you guys look at your yeah. your kids and um, your kids' friends and go, Nah, Timmy ain't making it, man. Timmy's not gonna make it. As we know from the previous podcast, obviously, Tyler's a 10. The thing is, though, you actually do call Tyler's friends for him, don't you? Because you can see what you're doing. I think ultimately, as well, it's like, like for me, it was my dad being lazy and he couldn't bother disciplining that age. So he just thought I'd do it. Doing a great but as you say, it does call, you know, your parents start to see who your true friends yeah, are. Yeah, they can see it before you can see it. are going to yeah. influence you to be great. So with Tyler, it's like, you're not calling them because, oh, they're, they're not, not good tens. kids. They're not tens. Yeah, you're actually yeah, yeah, like, yeah. no, you might be a ten in, like, your personality and everything, but there's this you're one little trait of yours, yeah. which I can see is going to grow, and mm-hmm. you're going to be a problem for Yeah, them. you're a little shit, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah. that's it. Yeah, because that's what it will be. Yeah. I look up sometimes, look at him and I think, nah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't be really, you can't be around myself because yeah. he won't do them things that yeah. you're doing. So, Jason, you are the non-parent out of the Black Dads and Podcast. So, get currently. Current, currently. Yeah. So, what made you want to join and be part of that conversation? Um, you know, I was asked really nicely. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I, seriously, seriously. What it was now, it was... Um, Carlos hit me up like, yo, my cousin Anton wants to start a pod about black dads' lives. And um, you know what? Even though I'm not a black dad, I, f- I thought the movement and what you know what he wanted to achieve, what they what they wanted to achieve was really, really something that I wanted to be a part of. I thought it was a very positive message that he wanted to speak about, especially at the time, you know, when it was the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. I thought, you know, this is a very powerful thing that I just wanted to be a part of. And I knew that, you know, obviously not being a dad at the time, you know, wasn't necessarily in keeping with the whole meaning, but I still had experiences mm. and things to offer as part of, you know, having black parents, mm. you know. So I mm. thought I'm able to still be part of the conversation. Um, I'm able to bring hopefully some sort of, light-hearted banter, um, and also at the same time, I couldn't miss the opportunity to piss Anton off. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, that, you know. <laughs> but no, it's, it's one of those ones that sometimes, you know, you've got to see your brother's vision, do you know what I'm saying? Mm, you've yeah. got to see what your brother's trying to build, and if you feel like you can be a part of that vision in a positive way, then you're jumping, you know what I'm saying? So I thought that was it, and I thought, as long as I'm black... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, no, same. But it's, it's one of those ones, isn't it? Like, if you can see what the vision is, you get me. Yeah. Jump on, man. Be a part of it. And try and build with your brothers. So, for the rest of you guys, how has being part of this podcast experience strengthened your parenting? I would say strength of a parent because a lot of the times they've let me know things which I probably would not necessarily thought of myself. Yeah. And especially, like I said, in this current like, pandemic or the current situation that we're in, 
it makes it difficult in terms of normally you can see or you'll be out speaking to a lot of other parents, etc. Yeah. And they'll be giving you tips on how to like basically parent your children. Mm. But being in a situation what we have been when we haven't been necessarily been able to connect with each other by coming on the podcast, you can just get some tips just there, like real life tips from yeah. people that have are going through it with What's yeah, it what's time. it been like being I guess going through the pandemic and trying to like homeschooling and all of that yeah. kind of stuff? Like what's to be fair, what's that experience like? Yeah. To be fair, my, my son's too, so he just literally runs right, like, <laughs> runs right, and it's just a case of, okay, I'm just going to lock myself in. <laughs> and it's just, like, just, yeah, just, like, just do what you want. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah. to be fair, obviously, we do try and, like, put things into place in terms of, like, simple things like reading and writing and yeah. drawing and just try, trying to keep him active. Because, yeah. like, at this young age for him, it's a case of just keeping him engaged and, yeah, yeah. like, just... Yeah, just try to tie him out so he can go to sleep. <laughs> Your homeschooling for me was long. I'm not going to lie. It was long. At first, it was hard because the school didn't really put in a structure for him mm. on different things that they needed to do. So, like, um, with my younger, with my little daughter, they just sent home, like, a workbook that should have been printed off in colour, but was printed off in black and white. Mm. So then some of the, the questions that they were asking was like, Oh, how many red cars is there? <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I'm looking at it like, I'm like, well, you can't even do this. Do you know what I mean? So things like that, which was a challenge at the start. But then um, I found through just talking to a few more friends, um, a couple of apps, because they both got their own iPads. Right, okay. So I found some apps that they could use yeah. and do homeschooling, which follows the curriculum anyway. Wow. And then once they got onto that, because I knew that that's something that would engage them, they just started to progress and they actually went back to school um, in a better position than when they first went off. So that was quite good, something that I'm quite proud of, to be honest. For me, luckily, Remy's not of school age. He was about to go into nursery when the pandemic first came down. So literally for us, it was just keeping Remy entertained and then find out what other people are doing because luckily Remy's five months younger than Savannah, I think. Um, so kind of can follow all of what George yes. can give Serrano um, but Remy just lets to run around and be crazy. it must be mad like it must be I was I was thinking it must be having to think about when you were at school and the things you learned because I, I guess the material is different now as well it, it is like, your the division the vision's changed simultaneous yeah. equations will knock you out the vision's changed yeah yeah <laughs> Tyler was trying to do is because he's trying to do some mass work, and I was looking and going, "What's that?" So, <laughs> <laughs> you know and what? Yeah, I'm, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking, yeah, what? But my mum and dad don't know nothing. <laughs> Are you, you sure know, he's ready to that? Like, you know, you sure you cheated? That you should have seen, yeah, the amount of layers and lines that he was doing with numbers going across, and and I'm looking at it going, "Oh," and he goes. Is that right, Dad? And like one set, yeah, 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 yeah. boom, calculator. <laughs> Divide. Yeah, it is. But I don't know how you got to that. <laughs> <laughs> so what I ended up having to do was get into his, and I, I was like, explain to me how you got to this, mm. and then you'd explain it, and then with your other answers and your other questions, I'd have to um, reverse engineer. Yeah. <laughs> so like, look at the answer, think, but how did he get to that answer? <laughs> and then work it back. So like, he's showing his. So I know he's showing his working out. Yeah, probably, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's because I think it was more long division. And then I can't like some of the things that was coming with English, like what, like certain words, what he's got to do. I'm like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so he's asking me the question. I'm yeah. like, Ugh. so I'll just Google with my best friend. <laughs> so Google what have you learned through the whole par- uh, parenting experience from your children that you didn't have knowledge of before or you did have limitedly? Good question. More... Uh, I'll say patience for patience, one. Patience, like, yeah. yeah. 100% wow. Definitely. patience. Yeah. yeah. And then um, just that I need to still educate myself to educate them, if that wow. makes sense. Right. Wow. So one of the things that Tyler came home talking about, which sort of bothered me a bit, is when um, it was African studies, or because it's you know, like, they go, oh, it's Black Month, that yeah. one month that yeah. they have now in the yeah. year. For us. So they started talking to him about um, Martin Luther King and stuff like that. I'm talking about history and mentioning slavery to my son, and I was like, 
they can teach you that song because that is part of our history. Yeah. But that's not where our history begins. Yeah. We started off as kings and queens. Yeah. So it, it sort of it was trying to change the narrative so that yeah. it gives the puts that um, in his head that he can be anything. Yeah. Like yeah. you know, start, you, we didn't start off as slavery, so I don't know why that's the first thing that will teach you. That's yeah. all they know, though, isn't yeah. it? Well, yeah. yeah. In reality. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, even that educational system, I think that's where I reckon a big part of being, I guess, the, the father I want to be as well is to fill those gaps where the education fails, and which is probably why we started this podcast as well, like, why didn't you tell me yeah. exactly yeah. that? To fill in those gaps that education doesn't, that we don't just start from slavery or... Um, we weren't just a slave. Mate, that's the smallest portion yeah. of our existence. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And also as we come to this kind of new world of, you know, um, everything from uh, bending gender norms and everything else like that, like, they're able to teach all those things but yet not instill the base principles of, you know, where we came from as people. I find yeah. that it's a bit disheartening. I think that's where I think... As a as a black dad, I'm going to fit in there. I completely agree. I think it's it's for us to be accountable and you know learn. Like there's so many platforms now where you can learn about black history. Yeah. Things like even now, I'm still like, wow, Forever I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like every day there's something you're like, wow. Like so, it's it's a continuous learning process, I guess, for for us, but also for for our kids. But yeah, it's it's mad, man. And to just kind of end it there, um, the way we always do, it's just about resources. So what piece of advice would you give to prospective fathers and people who are now thinking really and truly about how they form their families in the future? Don't do it. (laughs) 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 Now, like like I've said before, um, I feel like the main thing with any form of relationship, whether it's with your partner, with your friends, communication. Yeah. Communication yeah. is the key to everything. Yeah. Like, as long as you were to communicate how you're feeling at this very moment of time across to them, then like, you're not going to have as many problems because I feel like the issue with a lot of people is they don't communicate. They can't communicate with the children. You boil it up. And yeah. that is going to be an issue, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Because yeah. then they start acting out. And yeah, you just have to be patient with them. Mm-hmm. And that's what you're that's what you're teaching them as well. So the more open that you are with them, oh, like exactly, the yeah. more open they are gonna be with you. And it's like this thing of sharing emotions and you get it mm-hmm. where I don't know, like boys don't cry. Well, everyone cries. Yeah. So if there's something to cry yeah. about or you need you've got emotions that like you need out. to let out, yeah. then <laughs> let them out, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's about that it's basically being open and letting them be whatever they want to be mm-hmm. and giving them the confidence to say, right, well, you can be whatever you want to be. Do you know what I mean? And what I'll say about being a father is it's not something really that you need to rush into. Yeah. So it's you being ready yeah. mentally yeah. and you actually being mentally prepared yourself so that you've got, when you're bringing in a new life, yeah, yeah you're going to take that new life down the right road or yeah. down the road that you want it to go down. I think for me as a black son who wants to be a father... One thing which I would love to give to people who are my age and even younger is that understand your parents are actually going through an identity um, kind of solidification. Yeah. In the sense that this is a new role that they're taking on. They have been, for example, my dad's Felix. He was Felix for 25, 35 years. And then he became Felix's dad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had to take a new identity and learn through that identity. So you think in the first five years he's going to know everything? No. When, when I'm 18, he's still learning through. So give your parents that grace to under, understand their own identity as a parent. But then also give yourself grace that you're actually a troublesome person because you're, <laughs> you're working through your own identity yeah. as well. So there's a duality that you need to have grace for everyone in this process of growth. But I think what you just said there about accepting that you don't know everything as well and just kind of like leaning then on your friendship circle Mm. and your family and just being like, listen, see what's going on, what do you guys think? Do you know Mm. what I mean? Because everyone's, every every child's different. So what works for one might not work for another. So when you're reading all books and stuff like that, (laughs) I remember my missus actually said when the baby came, like, oh, oh, do we need to read any child books I've got for? 
Do you know what I mean? Because they're not yeah. going to know our child. Yeah. They're going to know yeah. our child. Yeah. And, and then his book is different adapt. as well. Because yeah. you can read a book. I read a book and I was like, what? what are you even talking about? Do you know what I mean? And it does change because I think like um, when Sweno was born, obviously the way my mum like, brought us up, it's like, oh no, you can lie your child on the back or something. And then like, oh no, you can't do that. Yeah, it all's changed. So in reality, you just have to... Uh, yeah, pray that your child's going to be sick. In the same breath, I remember Tyler not wanting to sleep when he was a baby. And my mum was like, what are you doing? And he's like, because he sleeps on his front. And I was like, no, Anton, you, you didn't sleep on your front. He slept on your back. Uh, yeah. She goes, just put, put him on his back. I know what they say, just put him on his back. So he put him on his back. And it worked. Straight yeah. sleep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. that's just... It's, 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 it's trying to train, train in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's tra- it, I guess it is trying to Yeah. Because yeah. in, in reality, no one ever knows what they're doing in life anyway. Mm. Well, you can have an idea of what you're doing, yeah. but no one, you actually, you, even if you have done it before in a previous life, <laughs> this is going to be a new life anyway. So, whatever you do, who's to say it's right or wrong? And, not, and I guess a lot of the times when I've spoken to other like black dads as well, it's like, even dads in general, no one's, you can never, ever, ever, ever be ready. That's what. Yeah, that's yeah, the thing I always get told. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no perfect you situation. Are, yeah, so, but then as long as you embrace that and you go, you know what? Look, me and your partner, we're in it together, man. Look, we're just winging as we go. We'll figure, we'll figure out together, man. Mm. I think the older I've gotten, the more I understand my parents. The more yeah. I understand yeah. all things. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah. Sometimes I look back and go like, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I'm, I was annoying, you know? <laughs> Trust me, that's what I, I know that now. That's one, one of the things that I realise, like, yeah, like, mm, that's why I got beat. Yeah, yeah. I look at my shit sometimes. I look at him and I think, oh... You know, back think, you think, you think this is a game? I deserve that. I deserve that beating. You know what? That was my dad. I'd have beat me worse. Yes. <laughs> That's a good point, because I remember Serena, he did not sleep. I remember one time I was like, come on, please. I actually cried because he was awake all night, and all I wanted to do was sleep. sleep yeah. And he just wouldn't, like, he just cried all the way through. Like I said, I remember crying and thinking, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Mm. It's like within the first week of, like, yeah. being born. Yeah. I'm thinking... I'm supposed to go through the rest of my life like this. I was like, do you know what? He will sleep, it will get easier. And my mum said to me one time, she's like, yeah, I actually took you to the doctors after a year because you wouldn't sleep either. I actually thought you were broke. I want a new one still. Not the receipt one. Do you accept trading? He just wouldn't sleep, so it's like, yeah, this is his revenge, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah. Which is funny because my, my wife, um, is a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, and, and we always laugh and joke about when we have children, it's going to be the revenge of... Yeah, yeah because, like, my wife was, like, is, was. Like, she <laughs> always was, did. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm worried to see what revenge. <laughs> like, honestly, because... Yeah, 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 because if my wife... If my you is as bad breed as my wife... <laughs> And you. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, I'm, I'm envious of people though that can, like, it's not even that, well, going back to that kind of like disciplining and hitting kids and things like that. Like, I don't know about you guys, I've had that conversation with my partner as well, and, you know, she's very much like, we're not touching our kids. Whereas I'm like, yeah, you know, I discipline them when, when, yeah. when it's needed. But I'm envious of people that raise kids with just a look. Yeah. Yeah, some stuff. Yeah, like, no, but, but it don't it, it, it don't it, always come from exactly, that though. It like, comes from somewhere. Yeah, it comes from somewhere. Yeah. Like yeah, my kids sure. now. <laughs> my kids now, they all they need is a look. Yeah. They know or, after the or I'll say their name. Do you know what I mean? So they'll be doing some arguing yeah. and the mum goes, Tyler, Layla, stop it, stop it, stop it. And I'm gonna hear, I'm gonna get your dad. I'm like, I can't be bothered. Yeah. So I'll go, I go, kids. And they just go silent. Your kids. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it, they stop. Or if they're doing something or like out in public, I'll just look over to them mm. and then I'll just wait for them to catch my eye and I'll just and then that's it. And just a little turn to the head yeah. side, head so to the side. Do you find it. do you find like your role with the kids as the disciplinarian or like what's the dynamic? Um, I don't think that I've got a given dynamic. For, yeah. for us, I think equally we discipline when. And if needed, yeah. Um, Remy being less than two, he doesn't really know yeah. right from wrong at this point. 
The Vikings, so. It's so fun. It's like, come on, Rowley. Rowley. Don't hit that hit. Don't want it. It's good for anyone. So, at this stage, it's like... Saturday days, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, you're lucky. Just guide him. Mm. Hopefully, he'll stop doing it soon. And when he understands, and hopefully I can do the look too. <laughs> no, you ain't got it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to practice it a few times. Mm. No, you'll come, man. You'll come. You'll come. I'm the disciplinarian in my house. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and my missus will openly admit that as well. She'll say, "Oh yeah, it's 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 on him." But is that because you're just angry? <laughs> I'm not, you know. I get told oh, that I get told that I'm freak. <laughs> 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 no, but it's just, it's always been that way. Like, she would even say to my kids, oh, because she's been on the phone to me before, and she's like, when, when your dad gets home. Mm. And I had to tell her to stop doing that yeah. because yeah. then you're going to fear me coming home. Yeah. And yeah. I said, then that's not fair on me. Yeah. 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 Do you know what I mean? So, like, I used to come in through my front door, and the first thing she'll do is, well, this is what that one's done today. This is what that one's done. And I said, no. Yeah, but you have to understand where that's coming home. from, though. Eh? You have to understand where that's coming from. Obviously, she's had them for a long period of time during that day. Obviously, it can just get on top. So yeah. she has to then vent you, even though, yeah, it's not fair on you, she has to do that. Yeah, yeah, but it's just at the time when you do it. Mm. So then once I actually told her and let her know how it was, how it affected me, it was like, well, don't tell it, don't tell me as soon as I come in because the kids are actually there, they're yeah. listening to it. So it was like, right, okay, I'll come in, I'll say hello to them, see them, give them a hug, and then it's like, right, we're going to the kitchen. And then you just tell me then what's going on. That's when you, yeah. Like, and that's when, yeah, that's when she can, yeah, she can tell me all that. And then Bro, you'll you be said, like, right. You said one of the hardest things I've ever heard is that how does it affect me as a dad? And it's like, um, my parents got divorced uh, last year. So my dad's strength was... I need to look good for my kids. Mm. They don't need to see me crying. They don't need to see all of this. But at the same time, is that I think it's how I viewed my relationship with my dad. I started to love my dad when I was probably like 15, even though he'd always been there. But that love, yeah, yeah, love yeah. was when I started to be an actual man and start, okay, I need my dad. But all the time, as you were saying, I feared my dad coming home. I feared the fact that if I had... Um, gone out of sight of his boundaries of what the values that he instilled in me that I knew that there was a punishment in that that punishment would correct me but the punishment would always be a detriment to the relationship that we're trying to build yeah. so until that I started to see him as a vulnerable person and how he parenting actually affected him that's when I started to see actually that's my friend yeah. that's a person who's still finding his identity yeah. so now what I found is the biggest thing, and I think that what you're, all of you guys are building with your children and what I think my dad's built with me is that I am my dad's best friend without even trying mm -hmm. because he knows that the relationship which I have with him, I can be truthful as mm -hmm. possible. I can tell him everything about my life because of the fact that I have seen him vulnerable, that I've seen him being able to express his feelings to say, yo, when I come home, I want my kids to love me. Mm. I want my kids to see me as their hero, but at the same time, to have a caveat where they know if they step out of line, that I am their boundary point. Yeah. Yeah. That when they step out of that world, oh, they don't yeah. have my protection no yeah. more. And I, I tell this because it's a funny story for me, that my dad, uh, there was one time in secondary school, uh, sports day, one Australian teacher was like, oh, yeah, yeah, Felix, this, 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 this. Me, I'm an emotional person, so I started crying. So when I started crying, everyone in my ear was ribbing me, like, yo, yes. you're just soft. I called up my dad, and my dad swiftly came through to the school, told the teacher, batted her up in front of everyone, said, you can never talk to my son ever again like that. Yeah. I'm, his, I'm his father. I'm the only person to ever say that. So there's me. <laughs> Daddy's here. <laughs> he's, here. he's here to rescue me. And my dad literally finished cussing her out, and he said, you're staying. I said, what? I said, um, so I, I, am I not coming in with that? He's like, you're staying. You're going to realise that you're a man and you have to face up yeah, to yeah, all yeah, of these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. I'm here to protect you for now. But the rest of it is that I'm not always going to be here. Yeah. And I think it's one of those points where, you know, there's a safety net that you carry around, around your children. But then 
what I feel that you guys are doing and through the way I've seen you through your podcast and just interacting with you all day is that you're teaching your children the skills to be self-reliant, but to have the confidence to know who they are yeah. and that nobody can say anything because Uncle Carlos is going to tell you how great you are. Yeah. Uncle Anton is going to slap you if you think that you can run around everywhere. Uncle Jason, who have no kids, will roll up to my house and say, it's not a beast someone's kitchen. <laughs> Anyone shoot you, they'll beat out. Trust me. Trust me. You need to go. You have answers. You have answers. Let me know, bro. Anytime you're tired, call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tag me in, bro. But you know what it is? It's about. It's about. For me, it's about realizing as well that our parents have environments that they're more comfortable in than others. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And understanding that. But again, I didn't. I did come to that realisation until I, I got older. Oh, yeah. like, for example, when I go to the gym with my dad, my dad's a different person. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, a completely different person. But maybe when he's here and he's not around his friends, he's not mm. around people that speak his language and yeah, that, yeah. he gets in his shell a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, okay, now I know. Do you know what I mean? Before I just think, oh, what's happening with dad? It's a bit, yeah. it's a bit quiet. Like, what's going on? Yeah. It's because it's not with his, you know what I mean, in his, in his circle. They're people as well, isn't it? Yeah. This is the thing. Like, yeah, I, think, I, think, I think we yeah. put a lot on our parents' we shoulders do. and yeah, we're like, yeah, you know, we they should have done this, they should have done that, they should have done it. At the end of the day, they tried their best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, they, whatever resource they had to hand, they used it. It's not as if, like, they kept something in their back pocket for themselves. They never. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, the, the, they, they'll, give, they'll give every last dime for you before anything mm-hmm. else. So then I think... Me and my parents have become, especially my dad as well, become very, very close in the last couple of years. And it's, it's because I've realised that that any shortcomings that I thought we had actually was them giving 100% of everything they, they, they had to yeah. have. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And then as soon as you realise that, then, like, it all comes together quite nicely. Yeah. And I think that's a good place to leave it. Uh, thanks mm. for joining the podcast, guys. All right, thanks for listening. Uh, make sure you like, comment and subscribe and follow the Black Dad's Live podcast. As well as the Why Didn't You Tell Me podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. To keep up to date with everything that we're doing, please check out our YouTube, Spotify and Instagram at Why Didn't You Tell Me. And if you've got any questions for the pod, please send them to hello at whydidn'tyoutellme.co.uk. Just want to make a big shout out as well to our sponsors, Northern Monk, who have helped us put this podcast together. And once again, thank you for listening.